The evening before his girlfriend's birthday, Kevin arrived at her office quite late to decorate her desk. He pretended to be a pizza delivery guy to get past the security, but when Kevin finished with the decorations, he realized that the building had already been closed oh, no. and all the guards had left. Kevin found a locker with several tangled wires. Help the guy out. If he just opens the door, the alarm will go off and the police will arrive immediately. One wire turns off the alarm, another is responsible for fire detectors, and the third one turns off the cameras. Which wire should Kevin cut? The green one. Can you figure out what animal is hiding behind this pattern? That's right, it's a dog. Now, let's make this task a bit more complicated. What animal is hiding here? That's right, it's a panda. Police officers are chasing a thief who has just robbed a jewelry store, but he has managed to hide in a women's clothing store and put on a female outfit. Help the officers identify the robber among these women. This elegant lady on the right is wearing the same sneakers as the thief did during his escape. Look at this picture. Can you see any animal? It's a crocodile. Great job. Eric got caught in the rain and decided to hide in an abandoned house. But as soon as he stepped inside, the front door disappeared. A mysterious voice said, The only way to get out of here is to push open one of these doors. But the first door is covered with dangerous acid. The second door is unbearably hot. If he touches the third door, he'll get an electric shock. Which door should Eric choose? The guy needs to take off his rubber boots and put them on his hands. Then he can push the third door. Rubber will protect him from electricity. There are many different animals in this picture. But can you spot identical pairs? This couple of birds, these hares, and the owls. Other creatures don't have identical twins. Look at this picture very attentively. What do you see? Is it a spiral or several concentric circles? These are black and white concentric circles. You probably saw a spiral, but this is just an optical illusion. Try to squint your eyes or move your finger around any of the circles. 
Daniel came home after work and realized his house had been burgled. The police suggested that the robbery probably took place around lunchtime. The officers questioned four ladies who lived next door. All of them told the police that they had had a road trip together. They had to stop to change a flat tire on their way back from another city, so they got home late at night. But then, the police officer decided to interrogate the ladies separately in different rooms. They heard their answers and arrested them immediately. What question did the officers ask? The women said they had to deal with a flat tire on their way home. When the officers questioned each of them separately, they asked each lady which tire had been damaged, and their answers didn't match. Supermarket manager Mike was counting daily revenue late at night. Suddenly, the fluorescent lamp above his head began to blink. Mike climbed on a chair to fix it. But when he touched the lamp, he burned his hand, fell from the chair, and lost consciousness for a while. When he came around, the guy noticed that all the money had been stolen. He called the police and told them his story. But when a police officer arrived, he arrested Mike. Why? Unlike other light bulbs, fluorescent lamps don't heat up. Mike couldn't burn his hand. This means he's lying. Let's test your spatial reasoning. Look at this pyramid. Can you figure out how it looks from above? The third option is correct. What about this figure? The second image is the correct one. Now look at this colorful cube. How does it look from above? The fourth variant is correct. Jennifer worked as a manager in a large supermarket. One morning, she received a strange text message. There's a thief among your customers. Beware. Jennifer ran out of her office and saw three people who looked suspicious. Can you find a thief among them? It's this guy. If his arm was really broken, he wouldn't be able to carry a basket. When it was finally time to board the plane, it turned out that there were no more economy class seats left. Oh. Kim and Ashley were offered to fly in business class. Oh yes. There, the girls saw three people. When the flight attendant served them fresh juice, she whispered that Kim and Ashley were extremely lucky. They were about to travel next to a famous Italian billionaire. Oh. Can you guess which of these passengers is the billionaire? This glamorous lady is a good candidate, but it's very unlikely a billionaire would wear a 100% polyester coat. 
This guy's business suit is very elegant, but look at his shoes. They seem quite cheap and worn out. This funny gentleman must be the real billionaire. Although his outfit is rather casual, his gold watch looks very expensive. The glamorous lady began to chat with Kim and Ashley. She told them she had recently visited an exotic island with her friends. Then she showed the girls some pictures. When the lady went to the restroom, Ashley whispered to Kim, This woman is a liar. She photoshopped this picture. How did Ashley know that? It's all about the shadows. They all look natural, except this one. People are sitting in their seats. The lights turn off. Someone is chewing popcorn. Someone is drinking soda. The movie starts. This is a horror movie. Someone screams. The ticket taker enters the hall. Several people haven't paid for their tickets. Guess who? No one has a ticket here. Free entrance, the note pinned to the back door claims. Once, on a cold winter night, someone stole jewelry from a famous singer's house. The thief didn't manage to run far away because a police car was passing by. The burglar hid the bag with the jewelry in the snow and disappeared into the crowd. Detective Anderson managed to catch two suspects. Look at them and try to guess who robbed the singer. If you dig snow with your bare hands, they will turn red. This man has red fingers and palms. But that woman could dig snow wearing a pair of gloves, so she could be the thief too. But she wouldn't be able to run in such high heels. After the meeting, Zoe unboxed a delivery from a popular writer. He sent Zoe his new masterpiece in secret. Zoe didn't say anything about this to her colleagues. But one of them was actually trying to steal the script. Can you guess who this person is? It's the assistant. He's using his front camera to take pictures of the mirrored ceiling while Zoe is looking through the script. You're walking along the beach. Suddenly, you hear a scream. A woman is calling for help. She's drowning. You run into the water and swim toward her. As soon as you approach her, you see three more people. They're all screaming, but only one of them needs help. The rest are mer-people who want to take you to their kingdom. How can you find out which one is human? Dive under the water to see who has a fishtail. Richard likes abandoned buildings and old castles. Today, he's going to check a huge house that belonged to a vampire a long time ago. Well, that's what the legends say. Richard certainly doesn't believe this. He takes his camera and sets off. It's dark and cold inside the house. Crackling sounds are coming from the corridor. Richard shines a flashlight and sees three vampires. Richard starts running away, but then he stops and returns. It seems these vampires are fake. How did the guy understand this? There's a mirror on the ceiling above the first vampire, and he gets reflected there. The second vampire has no fangs. 
The third one? Uh-oh, he seems to be real. Better run! Now, Richard wants to visit an abandoned hospital. There are rumors that werewolves live there. Richard is sure it's a myth. He's walking around dark hospital wards all night, but finds nothing. He's about to leave, but four men block the exit. They are howling and growling. Which of them is the real werewolf? No one. The full moon is shining through the windows, but these people haven't turned into monsters. But still, Richard runs away. It seems these guys are really crazy. A rich man comes to an exhibition of modern art. He's going to buy a new painting for his collection. The owner of the exhibition shows him three works of different artists. In the first picture, there's a green triangle with a sunflower in the middle. The second painting is of a tiger taking a selfie on its phone. In the third picture, there's a flying house. The collector is sure that one of the paintings is fake. Which one? Each canvas has the artist's signature and the date when it was created. The painting with the tiger is dated 1957. There were no mobile phones and selfies at that time. This picture is fake. Martin's nervous because today is his first DJ performance at an electronic music festival. He goes on the stage. The crowd is cheering. Martin puts his headphones on and turns on the first track. Music is playing, but people aren't dancing. Why? The music is only playing in the DJ's headphones. Martin hasn't connected the wire to the speakers, see? Jack is walking through an ancient, abandoned city in the desert. Treasure is hidden somewhere here. Jack checks the map and finds the right place. He starts digging. Six hours later, exhausted, he hits something with a shovel. It's a chest. Jack pulls it out of the ground, rips off the rusty lock, and opens it. The chest is filled with ancient gold coins. Each of them costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now Jack is incredibly rich. But he shouldn't be happy because all the coins are fake. Why is that? Each coin has a date, 145 BCE. It seems they're really old, but people who lived at that time couldn't write BCE on their coins because they didn't know they lived before the current era. A university professor enters a lecture hall, where his colleague, an elderly teacher, is giving a lecture on quantum physics. He's drawing formulas on the board, and his students are using their laptops to take notes. The professor knows that one of these students is sleeping. He starts walking around the room, stopping behind each of them in turn. Who's dreaming right now? Almost all of the students are writing the formulas down in their laptops, except that one. His screen is off. That's because he's fallen asleep. Detective Anderson is chasing a robber dressed in a tuxedo. Suddenly, the criminal runs inside a huge hall. All the people there are formally dressed. Help Detective Anderson find the suspect among them. 
Catch that guy! He's sweating because he's been running. Leo's boss yelled at the guy because he hadn't completed his weekly work plan. Now, Leo has to spend his entire weekend in the office finishing his work. The boss took Leo's magnetic card so that he couldn't leave the building. Several hours had passed. Leo feels hungry. There's no water or food in the office. But there's a fridge and cooler in the next room, behind the door with a magnetic lock. On Monday, Leo gives his boss the completed report. Somehow, the guy managed to get food and water. How did he do it? Leo just went to the refrigerator and got himself some food. No one said the door with a magnetic lock had been locked. Victoria approaches her house. The light bulb turns on automatically and lights her way to the door. Victoria inserts the key and goes inside. A couple of hours later, the doorbell rings. She looks through the peephole and sees a silhouette of a man wearing a hat. Victoria is afraid to open the door. But not because it's a stranger, but because it's not a human. Why does she think that? The light sensor didn't work, so there's no physical body outside. There's a huge airplane hangar on the edge of the desert. Pilot Tyler steps inside and notices a cat sleeping near the ceiling on one of the beams. Tyler decides to save it. There are no stairs and nothing else that can be used to get there. The only thing Tyler sees is a large puddle of water on the floor. How did the cat get there? There was a pyramid of ice cubes. The cat climbed to the top of it and reached the ceiling. Then the ice melted and left the puddle. Gee, I guess I won't mention my theory about the cat drinking so much water to the point of bursting, which then propels the cat up in the air and, well, let's stick with the ice cubes. Mark sees a long corridor with many turns. Mark's task is to figure out which turn is the one he needs. But it's not that hard. The guy is actually inside an art gallery with paintings on the walls. After every turn, he can see two pictures. Mark should just follow the original paintings. He will need your help to tell them apart. Okay, here's the first one. Which one is the original? Both paintings seem to be The Starry Night by Van Gogh. But look, in one of these pictures, there's a couple of planes in the sky. Van Gogh definitely didn't paint that, so this one must be the replica. So Mark should better choose the other turn. Another turn, another choice. This time, it's Girl with a Pearl Earring by Johannes Vermeer. Which one is the original? I don't think the girl in the real masterpiece had a nose piercing. So the painting on the right is fake, and Mark should turn left. You surely know this one, Mona Lisa, by Leonardo da Vinci. But one of the paintings is really messed up. Can you spot the difference?
Look in the right picture. You can see some cars on the road behind the woman's back. I think Mark should turn left. This is The Persistence of Memory by Salvador Dali. Which painting is a replica? It's the one on the left. I don't think a melted modern smartphone belongs there. Turn right. And one more choice to make. It's American Gothic by Grant Wood. Look closely and help Mark choose. The man on the right picture has tattoos on his knuckles, which makes the painting fake. So Mark should turn left. Three friends lived not far from one another and often met to drink some coffee together. Their names were Mr. Blue, Mr. Red, and Mr. White. One day, they noticed that under their coats, they were wearing shirts of different colors, red, blue, and white. Mr. Blue said, Hi, Mr. White. Have you all noticed that we're all wearing different colors that are different from our actual names? The man wearing the white shirt answered, Wow, you're right. Can you figure out the shirt of which color each of them was wearing? Mr. Blue can only be wearing white or red, but we've already learned that someone else is wearing the white shirt. That means that Mr. Blue can only be wearing the red shirt, and Mr. White can only be wearing a blue or red shirt, and the red shirt is already taken. So, Mr. White is wearing the blue shirt. Then, Mr. Red is wearing the white shirt. These three women, Jessica, Mary, and Olivia, went shopping. Two of them are pregnant, and one is just trying to steal a watermelon. Can you tell which one is hiding a watermelon? It's Olivia. She's wearing heels. It's not the kind of shoes a pregnant woman would want to wear. Mark was driving to an important business meeting. He was in a hurry since he was running a bit late. That's when he got into a car accident. His car was okay, but the other driver crashed into a tree. Luckily, he wasn't injured. They called the police. When the police officers arrived, Mark told them his side of the story. I was driving fast but carefully. Suddenly, a car pulled out in front of me. I managed to avoid the collision, but then this guy hit the tree. When he saw my expensive car, he started to blame me for the entire accident. Uh, because it was your fault. I was driving slowly enough, talking to my wife about our next vacation, and then you appeared out of nowhere. The police officers understood who was responsible for the accident. Can you figure it out too? It was the other driver. He was alone in his car. It means he was talking to his wife on the phone, which is illegal. Ooh, very, very bad. Justin was an archaeologist who explored ancient pyramids. Once, something went wrong, and he got locked in a tiny room deep underground. Justin had just gotten into the room through a narrow passage, which was almost immediately blocked by a rock slide. There was only one other door, and it was locked. To open it, the guy had to solve a riddle and enter a correct four-digit code. A, G, F, H, V, 
Z. J. T. What code should Justin enter? Each digit of the code is the number of letters in the alphabet that stand between the letters in the riddle. So, the code is 5139. Stephen was driving to work when he realized he left a folder with important documents at home. It was about 9 a.m. when he entered his house. At the same moment, he heard glass breaking and saw a man leaving through the back door and running to a red car. Stephen could only see several numbers on its license plate. He called the police and told them everything that happened. They didn't waste time and went to look for the guy. After searching for 10 minutes, they spotted a similar-looking car near a cafe. When they entered the place, there was only one customer there. One of the police officers came up to him. Is it your car? Where were you 20 minutes ago? The customer answered, Yeah, the car's mine, but I've been sitting here for more than an hour. The police officer immediately arrested him. Why? The cafe only opens at 9 a.m. The guy couldn't have spent an hour there. Like every morning, Daphne went to her favorite local cafe to get her coffee and breakfast sandwich. She left the cafe after she'd paid. A few minutes later, she returned, looking anxious, because she had forgotten her wallet. Strangely, it was nowhere to be found. She called the police to report the incident. Nobody had left the store, so the thief was still there when the officer arrived. He started questioning everyone. Jenny, the cashier, said that Daphne was a regular customer and she had known her for a long time, so she would never steal her wallet and she didn't see it after Daphne had paid. Andre was a tourist visiting the city for the first time. He said he'd come to the cafe because he'd wanted to try their famous muffins. He claimed he hadn't seen the wallet. He was busy trying to pick what type of muffin he should get at the time. And Harry worked as a store clerk. He said he'd come here to grab a coffee. And he didn't see the wallet because he was pouring milk into his coffee. So who do you think stole the wallet? It was Harry, the store clerk. Or should I say, Harold. Do you see his name tag? He lied about his name when he ordered his drink. Also, even though he said he was pouring milk in his coffee, as you can see, it doesn't have any milk in it. The royal family of Ravania were going to visit the city during their world trip, and, of course, they were all bringing their precious crowns with them. They asked the mayor of the city to take special precautions. Thank you. So, he placed the crowns in a safe in a hidden room in his office, guarded by a couple of security officers. However, the next morning, when the mayor came to check on the crowns to report to the royal family that they were safe, he started panicking. Can you guess why? It's because the crowns inside the safe are not the real ones. The first crown has a price tag on it. The second crown is broken. And one of the gemstones on the third crown is missing. Oh no! That wouldn't happen if it was the real thing. The mayor wanted to make sure that whoever had stolen the crowns was caught. He also hoped the police would find them before the media learned about what had happened. And the only person who could help him 
was Detective Zelda. So, he immediately called her. The detective arrived at his office and inspected the secret room. She noticed something that might help her with her investigation. Can you figure out what it is? There's a piece of paper under one of the fake crowns. The thief left a note. Detective Zelda read it. Hmm. Dear Maya, I'm very disappointed in you. This accident has proved how inept you are at providing comfort and security for your guests, as well as your citizens. I believe I can be convinced to give the crowns back if you pay me a large, and I mean it, sum of money. Mark my words and count on what I say in my letter on this matter. Here is my contact number. 19.1-1.3-19.4-1.2 and 13.3-1.2-6.3-9.1 Yours truly, The Riddling Man. What can you make of this number? Well, the mayor thought it was a phone number. He immediately took his phone and dialed the number. But, just as Detective Zelda suspected, no one answered. In one of the last sentences of his letter, the riddling man underlined mark, words, count, and letter. That must be a hint. The number before the dots indicates which word you should look for in the note. And the number after the dot tells you which letter you need in that word. For example, 19.1 means you need to find the 19th word, which is comfort. The letter you need is the first one, which is C. When you do that for every number, you'll get Cafe West. Before Detective Zelda left for the cafe, she decided to check the security camera footage recorded at night. The mayor took her to the surveillance room. There were three different monitors, each showing the room from different angles. Detective Zelda realized only one of them was still recording live. Hmm. The other two were showing fake images. Which recording is real and why? Do you remember what the room looked like when Detective Zelda was inspecting it? The clock certainly wasn't on this wall. It was on the opposite one. So the footage on the first monitor is fake. The footage on the second monitor isn't real also. If you look closer, you'll see a moth flying around the room. But it repeats the same movement over and over again. That's badly edited fake footage, so it makes the footage from the third monitor the real one. Oh, yes. Detective Zelda rewound the footage and found the moment when the riddling man had broken into the room. He was covering his face, so it was impossible to tell what he looked like. Still, Detective Zelda managed to notice something that could help her find the criminal. Can you tell what it is? If you look at the lower left corner, you'll see someone walk into the room and leave it quickly while the riddling man is stealing the crowns. Could that mean that the riddling man has a partner? Hmm. To find that out, Detective Zelda questioned all the security guards who had been working the night shift. The first guard, George, said that he'd been keeping watch in front of the door. 
The only time he left his place was when he took a short bathroom break. The second guard, Joe, said he'd been standing in front of the door to the mayor's office all night, and the only person who took a break was George. Hmm. The third guard, Brian, said he'd been right there by the door as well. Detective Zelda knew only one of them was telling the truth, and the other two were lying. Who is the liar? Do you remember what the shoes of the man who entered the room looked like? White sneakers, and that's what Brian is wearing. So he's lying. And since Joe didn't mention that Brian had left his place, he's a liar too. George is the only one who's telling the truth. Ciao. Brian and Joe immediately started begging Zelda. We can't end up in jail. We promised we didn't steal anything. You have to believe us, Detective Zelda asked. Then why did you lie? They said that they had heard some noise coming from the room while George was away. They decided that Brian would check the room and Joe would keep watch. When Brian saw someone in the room, he got scared and ran out of there. He told Joe that he would rather lose his job than have something bad happen to him. As for Joe, he lied because Brian was his best friend and he didn't want him to get fired. And since they never saw anyone enter or exit the room, they thought they were imagining things. After all, they were very tired. What do you think Zelda can do to check if the guards are telling the truth? She can check the surveillance footage of the street outside the building to confirm that nobody entered or left. William and Daniel are driving to work and they're both running very late. Who's doing something really wrong? Daniel, he's driving way over the speed limit in the neighborhood. All the money from the city bank was taken in the middle of the day without anybody noticing. The room where it was stored was found completely empty, not counting a signature note saying 7718. The police arrested three most known criminals in the city, Bill, Dove, and Alex. The problem was that they didn't know which one was the robber because they didn't find any fingerprints. What's your call, detective? If you turn the paper around, the numbers will turn into a name. Bill. He must be the robber this time. Right before sunset, a peasant boy was caught by the king's palace. The king was very mad and didn't want to let him go just like that. He left all kinds of riddles, so he gave the boy a chance to escape. He said that the boy could walk out of any of the three doors. And if he stayed safe, he'd be free. Behind the first door, there was a huge pot with water that was boiled just in the morning. Behind the second door, there were three hungry lions. Behind the third door, there was a raging fire. The boy made his choice and managed to leave. Which door did he walk out of? He walked out of the first door. If the water was boiled in the morning, by sunset, it would already be barely warm. Mrs. Quinn, a mother of four, went to work. She left a $50 bill on the kitchen table for her oldest daughter, Katie, to go shopping. Later that day, Katie told her that she couldn't find it. 
Mrs. Quinn told her to look for it, and Katie asked each one of her siblings. Serena texted, The money was there, but I didn't touch it. Hannah texted, I put it under some plates so that it doesn't fly away. Della texted, There was a pile of yesterday's junk mail. I threw it away. Maybe the money was there. Who took the money? It must have been Della. There was no mail when Mrs. Quinn left the bill on the table, so Della is making things up. Aurora and Autumn were spending their summer in the countryside. They loved to go on long walks and explore the surroundings. One day, they found an abandoned hotel and just walked in. Everything there was crushed, and the glass was shattered. They took some photos and were looking through them at home. One of the photos scared them. Which one and why? Probably this one. Look, there's a mirror, and they're not reflected in it. Amelia and Dakota are sisters. Their grandmother gave Amelia a bracelet, but they both loved it. So, Dakota often steals the bracelet from her. Once, Amelia came home and noticed that the bracelet was gone. She knocked on her sister's door. Dakota opened the door but noticed that it was her sister and shut it. A bit later, Amelia broke into the room and started searching for the bracelet, but she didn't find it anywhere. On her way out, she remembered something and managed to find her bracelet. Where was it? Amelia remembered that when Dakota opened the door, she was wearing a t-shirt. The next time, she was already wearing a long sleeve shirt. She put on the bracelet and was hiding it under the sleeve. That's why Amelia didn't find it in the room. Spencer woke up in a dungeon. She didn't know what had happened, but there was a door. Spencer tried to open it, but it was shut. There were three buttons. On one button, there was a circle. On the second one, there was a triangle. On the third one, there was a rectangle. One button will set her free, and the other two will lock the door forever. There was a note saying, one, five, seven, eleven. Which button should she press to get out? You might have noticed that there's a clock right above the door, and it's there for a reason. If you draw lines connecting 1, 5, 7, and 11, you will get the shape of a rectangle. So Spencer should press the button with a rectangle on it. Lucas, the heir of a rich gentleman, visited his cousin, Kai, for a cup of tea. They were talking about water polo, when suddenly, Lucas couldn't breathe anymore. Kai called the doctor, who said that Lucas had been poisoned. Both men were drinking the exact same tea. How did Kai manage to poison his cousin? The poison must have been on Lucas's cup. When he touched it with his lips, he probably licked it off. There's a town where it's only allowed to have fun and eat candy. No one ever reads or studies. Mrs. Rellum came home after a long and fun day at the club. Her three daughters spent a fun day at home. She asked them what they'd been doing. Hannah said that she was watching TV all day long. Elle said that she spent the day in a water park. Ava said that she and her friends had had a candy-eating marathon. Still, Mrs. Rellin could tell that one of her daughters lied and actually spent all day reading. Who was it?
It was Hannah. Take a closer look at the books on her table. Most of them have perfect spines, but this one has a bent spine. So Hannah was reading it. The woman called the police and reported that she'd been robbed. Here's a recording of what she said. I went to the ladies' room to fix my makeup because I was on a date. Suddenly, someone approached me from behind and hit me on the head with something heavy. I blacked out, and it took me several minutes to come. I'm still feeling dizzy. I don't know what the person looked like. I didn't see anything. I was reapplying my lipstick. The police refused to fill in the report and sent her home. Why? If the woman was applying her lipstick, she must have been looking in that huge mirror every bathroom has. No one could have approached her from behind without her noticing it. She probably just lied and made up the whole story. An iced tea cafe owner reported that someone had stolen all the money when he had left for two minutes. The police interrogated three customers. Tatum, a teenager, said that she'd been listening to music and minding her own business. Charles, a middle-aged man, said that he'd just arrived a couple of minutes ago and hadn't seen anything. Skylar, a doctor, said that she had been focusing on her book and her drink and had seen nothing. Who's guilty? Charles said that he'd just arrived, but look, the ice in his drink has melted. He definitely has been there for a while, not just a couple of minutes. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.